0: Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show and today we're talking about weapons of love and trust. So uh, I wanted to talk a bit today about the weapons that we're using. So sometimes um, we feel like we're under attack or we uh, we can be operating from um, incidents that have happened in our past and things that we feel are maybe a little bit too close to home or maybe that are hard for us to deal with and it makes us feel in some way that we're less than or not good enough or things we've done in the past haven't really worked for us and uh, you know we feel like we're not doing our best and we're not doing you know what it takes to get the job done and so um, we may not always feel like that and we may not always you know, struggle. But there are definitely times in my life where I have um, struggled with this feeling of being less than or, um, you know, whatever I do is not quite good enough. Uh, you know, I've used the joke, you know, jack of all trades and master of none. So I, when thinking about um, talking about this, because at the moment I've been teaching some oil classes and I did one on relationships and using essential oils, And it was interesting, I muscle tested which ones to use, and some of the oils came up. Uh, In particular, one was geranium. Now, personally, I don't really like geranium, uh, and it's the oil of love and trust. And so I'll I'll read you a little bit about that geranium. I'm just using this book here, Emotions and Essential Oils by Daniel McDonnell. So to me, when I first smelled geranium, it smelt like dirty old weeds. And I think sometimes when you smell an uh, essential oil, you either, you know, like it or you really dislike it. And I think, you know, they have things to help you with too, whether they're, whether you like them or dislike them, they still help you. And so it, this is what it says about geranium. So, geranium heals the broken heart and encourages emotional honesty by facilitating the emergence of grief or pain that has been suppressed. Geranium softens anger and assists in healing emotional wounds. It assists in reopening the heart so that love may flow freely. Indeed, geranium could be called the emotional healer. Now, it says more, but I think that's quite interesting about healing the broken heart. And I think some things that, you know, we've kind of hidden in our body and in our energy field are quite hard to deal with. It it makes us, um yeah, it makes us feel a bit less than and it makes us feel that we, you know, that we're a bit broken. But really, these these things that make us broken are really just issues that are coming to the surface that need to be addressed. And so, you know, as I go and have myself worked on, which I do quite regularly, and yes, I still have lots of stuff to work on, uh, it's interesting that things come up from my childhood and it came up from – and this is very common, like this isn't just me, this is very common. When the next siblings form, you know, you can often feel that you're not as noticed or as appreciated – And you know, as you know, when a new baby comes in the home, that you know, there's a lot of activity, a lot of extra responsibility, um, you know, another person to keep happy, and um, it's yeah, it becomes a a big, it becomes a big deal. And uh, you know, I've often joked it's like you know, before the next one came along, I was the queen, and then when they came along, you know, it's like just go get the nappies, will you? And so you feel that you're, um, you know, you become a servant rather than, you know, the main event. And, you know, this has to happen sometimes. We need to understand that, you know, we need to share and we need to get on with other people and it's probably important for our development. But it can be quite difficult to stomach this and, you know, wrong conclusions can be drawn from these particular experiences and, um the the need to be uh, the need to be noticed the need to be not acknowledged is important but also sometimes we we need to meet our own emotional needs at some stage and i think this it's important to acknowledge that we do have needs and we need to do things to help acknowledge those needs so you know sometimes it's about sitting still and and you know seeing he's talking to you from your past you know how old were you when, you know, the feelings come up? And, you know, if you were to reparent that child, what what would they need? What Do they just need you to listen or do they need you to go play or do they need you to go and, uh, you know, do something fun or, you know, what is it that, that they need? And so it's using these experiences to try and, you know, meet our own needs and see where where we've become stuck So it's important, I think, to think, too, that, you know, the weapons of love and trust, that maybe we don't need to use them against ourselves, but maybe we need to use them for ourselves to help ourselves to love and to trust ourselves first of all. And I think, you know, it starts if we can love and trust ourselves and and honour what we feel, then we're more likely to be able to love and trust other people too. And of course, this always goes along with you know not having lousy boundaries and letting people walk over you, that's not love and trust, that's just abuse. And you know we don't want we don't want ever to let ourselves be abused. You know, abuse doesn't serve the other person and it doesn't serve us, and there is no growth and learning from that experience. Now, of course, there are times, you know, in our business or in our family or, you know, with our friends that, you know, emergencies happen that we may have to extend ourselves beyond the call of duty. But these are temporary times and there are times when we're probably less able to help or be there. And it's important that we don't punish ourselves over these things and that we can, you know, cut ourselves a little bit of slack and, you know, still love ourselves even when things aren't exactly as we would like to do. And, you know, if you say in your heart, well, you know, I'd like to help, but at this point in time I can't. And I, you know, if I would, I could. And I think that's enough at those times to be able to say that and know that you'll be prepared when you're able that you will do whatever you can. All right, so I wanted to clear a little bit of energy around this. So what comes up first are the chakras. So the third chakra. Now the third chakra is around the solar plexus, and it's uh, it's to do with our power. And often we don't feel very powerful. And we, when we have shame or embarrassment or self-consciousness, this can weaken um, this chakra. I make wise decisions. I'm peaceful and balanced while wielding my power. I do things in the right way and time for me. I continually see and follow my divine path. I know I am a wholesome, a powerful and wholesome force for good. And I think often we don't realise how powerful we are and the things that we do how they help other people. And it may not be till later in your life that you hear about something that you did and the difference that it made to someone. I accept responsibility for all my decisions. And you know sometimes things we do seem like a good idea at the time and then it's you know it doesn't work out so well. Now we're also going to go into chakra four here, and um, compassion comes in here. And it can be compassion for others and it can be compassion for ourselves as well. And sadness can come in here too. And we'll plug in the the frequency of black spruce oil. And I love who I am. And, you know, we have to accept who we are and the the faults and the problems that we have because each of those faults and problems are part of um, the strength that we're developing so it's like we're given weaknesses because they're areas that it will help us and serve us to be strengthened and so often we're angry about the weaknesses and we're you know upset about them but realistically they serve us and they help us to grow and to have the strength that we need to deal with our challenges in life so it's being able to love ourselves with the warts safe to be loved I trust in love I forgive easily and completely, and we'll put in there especially myself. I have room in my heart for love, and if I say I have room in my heart, I have room in my heart for love for others is quite strong. Uh, whereas if I say I have uh, room in my heart for um, for myself, that doesn't hold. I accept others as they are. I love unconditionally. I love all those that need forgiving for not being what they what I wanted them to be. And love is everywhere. I allow myself to experience it. Okay, and now we're going into the eighth chakra. So these are some extra chakras. So the eighth chakra is the Earth chakra, and it it deals with um, being connected to the planet. And it's like it goes in. Um, like a meter below the feet so it's almost like we're into the earth so it's kind of like seeing yourself as an integral part of the earth like you know the whole earth and everything works on all of us being here together for this experience you know the good people the bad people the the people that are struggling are all there an important part of the family and we need the good and the bad and the difficult because it's part of our growth So we've got to see ourselves not just as a separate little world, that we are actually part of a whole. And this can involve people seeing the earth as something to be conquered rather than as something that they're part of. And sometimes this can involve our feet, so we actually can have physically something wrong with our feet. And sometimes it's about wanting to check out of life. And, you know, sometimes when things are hard, we can't see how it's going to get any better. We can't see the changes that will come. You know, sometimes it doesn't take much for things to change. We can't see how it will change. But then when things change, we're amazed at the difference that it makes. And it can also involve here like a little bit of clumsiness or bumping into things. And we can weaken this chakra by surrounding ourselves with man-made things. So... I think this sort of speaks that we we need to get out in nature, you know, we need to put our feet on the ground and we need to, you know, like swim in the ocean or touch the grass or, you know, for me, it's like, that it translates as, like I'm going to go down the garden and pull weeds out. We have a big garden, it's very bushy and, you know, I wouldn't boast about my garden at all, but just connecting to the earth makes me feel better and calmer. Also, I think being aware um, of the impact that we have on the earth. Well, I guess it's like when you go camping somewhere, you know, the, the challenge is to try and leave where you were as it was before and not leave a dirty footprint where you've been. Okay, and here we could use um, an, a grounding blend of oil to help us be, you know, more connected to the earth. I so might just use some affirmations for that essential oil affirmations. I'm calm, settled and focused. I reconnect myself to my primary goals. So, you know, sometimes it's important to do that. Go and sit under a tree and think about, well, you know, what, what really am I wanting to do? What, you know, What were I, where am I getting lost? And, you know, let me get back on track and to see, you know, what I need to do. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the aura. So our aura is part of our energy field and it's also part of our boundary system. And, you know, not letting people latch onto us in an unhealthy way is very important. So we need to unhook. So again... I can, no, I can kind of get the image of a child. Sometimes, you know, you're holding a child, one that can walk, and, you know, they're getting heavy and you need to put them down, and so you're saying, oh, you've got to go down now. and they're hanging on to you, and they're they're nearly killing you because they're, as you're trying to put them down, they're still hanging on, and so you're not in the position of balance to try and carry them, and so that can be quite difficulty. That, That can be quite difficult, sorry. And so, If you think about some people do that to us too, that we may carry them for a time to help them, as we perceive. But then when it's time for them to go on their own scene, they don't want to do that. And so it's important to be able to insist on on this. You know, encourage, uh, you can, you know, encourage from a distance. We can share things to help them, but not to actually carry them anymore. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the ninth chakra here which is the lunar chakra. So this is um, aligning with our purpose and with you know life's teacher, this, this earth school that we're attending. And I often joke about that. I call it the University of Physical Life. All right, and so this also involves giving up our own time frame and trusting in God or the universe that things will happen in the right time for us. And, you know, this is a hard thing sometimes to be able to do that so, and this can involve some people wanting to take and receive and not wanting to give back. This chakra can be weakened by things that we see, um, negative things in, in nature, like a negative nature things and images, suffering, all the difficult things that we see can impact other people. So some people are affected by this more than others, but... It is important to understand that we are affected by the negative, and while we don't want to be ignorant and put our hands in the sand because our bottom still sticking out, it's important to surround yourself with um, music, books, um, you know, scriptures, all things that will uplift us and help our spirit to be stronger because our spirit needs to be strong to deal with the things that are out there. So we might use here marjoram oil. We might just use some affirmations again about marjoram. So marjoram is the oil of connection. I trust easily. It's safe to trust. I forgive the harsh life experiences that have contributed to my previously untrusting nature. I have a deep affinity for animals and enjoy caring for them. I feel comfortable letting people get close to me. Now, that one's got a generational component to it, on Dad's side, Dad's mum. Okay, I soften my heart and heal my past wounds. With my skill of trust, the true bonds of love are formed in my friendship and relationships. Yeah, so it's important for us to connect to other people because really this is connection is what helps us to grow. And we learn from other people. We learn from their difficulties. We learn from their pain. We learn from their pleasure. We learn from their love. So this connection to other people is really important. And, you know, whether it's people within our family or it's people within our work or our friend circle or, you know, our neighborhood, this connection to other people is important. Okay, so allowing myself to connect. Okay. All right, a little bit more generational stuff here dad's side again, dad's dad and the feeling of being galled. So galled is like, how dare you the hire that person, how could they do that? So all that can be stuck in our genes. Okay, so something in our timeline, age 15, age 20, 23, age 30, age 38, H forty three, H fifty. Okay. Now also some more in the timeline. This time it's from birth and emotional repression. So it's where we, you know, it's what we would hate other people to know about how we feel. So it's a bit clearer now. So I would encourage you to, you know, think about using love and trust. With yourself and with other people too and you know allowing people to be who they're supposed to be allowing them to make mistakes and allowing them to get the lessons that come from the mistakes so my kids went to um, Montessori school when they were young and uh, you know a lot of the equipment that they used there was designed for self-learning and they would have um, these blocks of wood with cylinders that you would, um, you know, that were graded and, you know, either different um, widths or depths and, you know, you had to put them all back in in the, the little container and, of course, you know, if you hadn't put them right, you'd get to the end and they wouldn't fit. So you would learn, then, you know, oh, that wasn't quite right and you'd go back. And I think that's kind of how life is. You know, we expect to do it all perfectly the first time but it's a matter of making mistakes and, you know, allowing for that and being able to see you know what we needed to learn from that mistake and not being hung up on that we made the mistake and just continuing to move forward all right I leave that with you I hope you have um, a wonderful day or if it's evening that it's a good night for you and I hope that you uh, are able to go and be yourself and um, I'll bid you farewell bye